you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Falkowski, and today's episode is the final week preview of the regular season for the 2022-2023 NFL season. Guys, 18 weeks ago, well, it was, yeah, it was about 18 weeks ago, um, the season started and it, you know, every year it goes by just a little bit quicker. Um, and I just want to say thank you for those of you who listened. I, I really try in these. I have a lot of fun with these episodes, the reviews and the previews. It gives me a real good chance to look at every team in a quick snapshot. Um, and I think it really allows me and hopefully you to understand the NFL and kind of what's happening in a very week-to-week basis and understand how teams are changing. Um, this season. I feel like I did pretty a, a, a good job of that. I did better than I was last season. Hopefully next season we can continue to improve. Um, so first off, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Um, it, it's it's my pleasure to be able to bring this type of content to you. It is. Um, I, I And I do not, <clears throat> for one second, uh, forget about that. So without further ado, let's close out the regular season. All right, the Chiefs defeated the Raiders 31 to 13 on Saturday foot Saturday afternoon football. Um, you know, obviously, I think Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I put this out on Twitter and I said, "Listen, I was wrong. Patrick Mahomes has had the best season of any quarterback. He deserves to be the MVP 100%. Um, they absolutely dominated in this game. You know, the Raiders again, they are quite a few pieces away, I think, from becoming a really good team. They have, and and Colin Cowherd said this, I think, a little bit of, uh, a little while ago. He said the Raiders are really good in those important positions. They have Max Crosby at defensive end. They have a great wide receiver, a very good tight end. They got Hunter Renfro as well. Um, they got two great tackles, or, or two two very solid tackles. But those other positions, right, center guard. Uh, wide receiver depth. I mean, Matt Collins, I think, is pretty good. So I think they're good there. Josh Jacobs, I mean, they have to, obviously have to re-sign him. The defense, though, linebacker, cornerback, safety. I mean, they're just very, very weak at those positions. And, and that's what ultimately led the Raiders to a six-win season. I think the coaching is, is good. It's not great. Um, although I expect Josh McDaniels to be there next season, I think even if they could fire him in terms of money, they won't. 
they're not they don't seem to me to they don't seem to be a team that is going to fire their coach after one season and I don't think he did a horrendous job. I'm just happy that I don't have to watch the Raiders for 9 months. That is a a a late Christmas gift. This is one of those few games by Kansas City where I can really characterize it as a complete game. Feels like from start to finish they really controlled this one. And that's something that you want to see going into the playoffs. You want to see consistency. You want to see winning games. Points being put up. Your defense playing well. Chiefs capture the number one seed. They're going to get a bye. They're going to play a home game. And they're not going to be away in any games this postseason. The biggest question for me is can the Chiefs defense do enough in the playoffs to get them to another Super Bowl? That, I think, is their biggest question that they have to answer in these next couple weeks or in this next week off. But I think the Chiefs are in a really good position to make another AFC Championship game. I believe they're fifth straight. So, congratulations to Kansas City. Jacksonville defeated Tennessee, uh, as I predicted they would. Not in the way I predicted they would, but the, the, the overall result was the same. I think when we look at Jacksonville, we see a team that's very young, and in that they make mistakes, right? They're not perfect. They don't do everything very well. They do some things very well at some certain times, and then at other times they're not doing things as well. And it's very interesting, the Jaguars this season, because obviously they started off so poor. I believe they were 3-7, and seven, and then they turned their season around. Now they're 9-8. and eight. It's very impressive. I believe they've won six of their last seven or five of their last six. One of the two. It doesn't really matter. The point is they've had a very nice turnaround at the end of their season. Defensively, are they a great team? No. Offensively, are they a great team? No. They've definitely benefited from having a weaker division. This game in particular, I really do not think the Jaguars' offense looked very good. I think Trevor Lawrence, missed. he missed that one wide open throw in the end zone. And overall, I didn't think he looked very good. Like, 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 I just don't think he looked very good overall in this game. And that's not something that you want to have happen, especially going into a playoff game where you might not be the favorite, given that you've won just nine games this season. It's hard to kind of gauge where the Jaguars are. On the other hand, I think it's best that the Titans did not win this game. As I've said all season with the Titans, and this really was a trend, I think, from probably like week five or week six on. They're very one-dimensional. And when you take Ryan Tannehill out of the equation, right, when you remove him and you say, okay, Ryan Tannehill, now, now you're going from a guy who definitely can throw the ball. Is he the best passer in the league? No, but he he's very capable. And I think he's quite underrated. And you take him and then you go to guys who really can't throw the ball that well. Your offense goes from, okay, well, we're definitely a run-first team, but we can still throw the ball. To now, you're a run-first team that cannot throw the ball. So it really limited what Tennessee was able to do in the game. Josh Dobbs, he didn't play bad. It was kind of a nice story, but I think it was for the best that we did not see him quarterbacking a playoff game because that would not have been competitive or fun to watch in any way. The Titans need completely, like they need to be completely reworked over the offseason Traylon Burks definitely needs to take a big step forward. This was not a very good rookie season for him. They have to, that O-line needs help. 
Um, what are you going to do at wide receiver? Linebacker, cornerback, those are their really weak positions. They're very good against the run, but their pass rush, they don't really have a true edge rusher. That's a big position that they need to fill. They got some interior guys, but and also they need to find some quarterbacks. They were the 30th ranked or 31st ranked defense against the pass this year. That's just unacceptable. You can't have that. Um, and, and that's ultimately why they're 7 and 10, and they lost like seven straight to end the season. It's not an impressive win by Jacksonville. So I really want to see what they can do next week against the Chargers. That's a big game. It's a playoff game. I don't really know what they're going to look like going into that game. It's it's definitely going to be an interesting one. The Falcons defeated the Buccaneers 30-17. to I mean, the biggest takeaways, I mean, obviously, right, the Bucs rest of their starters pretty much after the first, first drive, which I, I disagree with. I, I don't – I'm not – again, is it something that I'm going to, like – is, is this a hill I'm going to die on? No, but I would have rather – I would have liked to see the Bucks play at least a full half. Again, they're a team that really has not shown consistency this season. They've won just eight games. They're in the playoffs with a losing record. I would have liked to see them try to work more things out in this game versus the Falcons. It's your last opportunity before the playoffs. I get you want to keep guys healthy, but – to me, I would have liked to at least see these guys play a half. I think Brady was echoing that same sentiment. We learned that Kyle Trask is not very good at football. We learned that the Falcons can indeed score points. Uh, of course, once they put Cordero Patterson into the game, they start looking better. It's like it's like a miracle. In reality, Arthur Smith just forgot he existed, I think. In the end, right, did this game matter at all? Like, no. I guess if you're a Falcons fan, you're probably saying, "Well, I wish we had lost so we could get a higher draft pick." Maybe that's your only thing that you're complaining. The only thing that this game mattered for, because the Bucks were already locked in at the four seed. So I guess that's the only thing that mattered from this game. The Bills defeated the Patriots thirty-five to twenty-three, and the Patriots' season comes to an end. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, was we'll, we'll kind of break down the full Patriots season at some point. This game was kind of. The Patriots season, in a nutshell, they weren't really consistent throughout the game. It seemed like sometimes they were playing very good football. Other times they were playing very bad football. Sometimes the receivers looked great. Other times they looked like, what are you doing on the field? I think the biggest thing we learned from this game is that Patriots special teams this season was horrendous. You can't allow two kickoff return for touchdowns. That's just... That's just awful. Um, there, there's, there's, there's just nothing I can say. Obviously, Matt Pilardi is just horrendous. We need to get a punter, whether it's Jake Bailey or someone. Um, and I think that Nick Folk should go too. I like him, but he doesn't have a leg. He, he can't really – I don't trust him to kick a, a field goal really over 40, 40 yards, maybe 45 yards. And, and that's not a position you can be in the NFL. You need a guy who can consistently hit you like a 55-yard field goal. So I I think I'm in favor of saying like, hey, let's get a, a new kicker in the building, personally. I think that Matt Patricia, it was nice to see. I think he definitely did some nice things with the offense, but and I hope some of those things with you know Jones and, and some of the run plays, I think there were good streaks. 
But overall, it was an unimpressive season for the offense. They were horrendous in the red zone. It looked like Mac regressed uh, just because of the play calling. To me, I think Patricia's got to go. Initially with the Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, we'll get to it. Obviously, he's been fired. Initially, I was against it. Now, not so much. I feel like uh, he could be good potentially to have in the building. It, it just depends on the relationship with Bill Belichick and how that kind of works. This season was really a story of, you know, Mac Jones not really having the help around him that he needed, whether it be the offensive line getting injured and really not playing very well to the wide receivers being quite disappointing. Devontae Parker was injured for most of the season. We didn't really use Kendrick Bourne. Myers was injured. Aguilar, just so disappointing as a receiver. I mean, that that's just in a nutshell. The Bills in this game, listen, they scored 14 points off of kick returns. So I can't really say that the Bills played a very good game. They were good. They weren't great. Like defensively, they weren't very good. Um, offensively, they were okay. They hit some. They had. They, they hit that one big play to Stephon Diggs. But to me, they really did not impress me that much. They were still a favorite, I think, in the AFC, of of course. But again, I've been saying it all season, folks. I don't love the Buffalo Bills. I'm not in love with their play calling. I'm not in love with Josh Allen. I think he makes far too many mistakes. He made one in the Patriots game. He's just not consistent. And in those playoff games, turnovers are magnified. And I think that that's just going to be something that we're going to see play in. Maybe not against the Dolphins, but it's going to come into play at some point. The Patriots, again, another team that I think have a lot of work to do this offseason. They have money to spend, so you know we'll see what happens. Bills end up with the two-seed. Uh, obviously, thank you to Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty for playing. Uh, I, I believe they're going to retire. So, obviously, thank you for being Patriots. One, some of the best players of this generation. Matthew Slater, potential Hall of Famer. So, you know, huge. And uh, Patriots, it's been fun. Hoping, hoping for better next season, for sure. The Vikings defeated the Bears 29-13. to I mean, again, pretty meaningless game. Overall, uh, we got to see a little bit of Nathan Peterman, which I guess is the highlight of this game. Again, not much happened. Both teams were pretty much locked into where they needed to. Bears wanted to lose. Minnesota wanted a nice victory. Saw a Minnesota win to go into the playoffs. A little bit, a little bit of momentum. Getting get, get right game after that abysmal performance versus the Packers. The Bears lost. So the number one pick. You know, the Texans really have to lose. And the Texans, well, they defeated the Colts 32-31. to What a finish from Davis Mills. Uh, that, that play to Geno Atkins. I mean, obviously, when we look at the Colts, I just horribly coached. Why are you going for an interception there? Just knock the ball down, win the game. It's it's just, it's, it's that easy. I like what Lovey Smith did, like, players don't lose games. They're not, never. They're playing for paychecks. They're playing for their livelihood. Lovey Smith with a middle finger, the Texans ownership, and it cost him his job. 
It's ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, did Lovey Smith have a good season? No. But look at the roster. Arguably, the probably the worst roster in the NFL this season, at least in the AFC. What do you want him to do? You want him to win 15 games for you? It's ridiculous. I get is he? I, did I love the hire? No. But, I mean, I just don't understand what the Texans are trying to do. It doesn't make sense. The Bears get the number one pick as a result of the Texans winning. Davis Mills, just incredible on the... Fourth and twelve to uh, to Brandon Cooks, then to roll out of the pocket and to score the touchdown, and then the two point conversion. It was incredible. Um, the Colts, on the other hand, maybe one of the worst teams I've ever seen. They're they're abysmal. Uh, they're badly coached. They are they have bad players. They don't do very many things right. They're arguably uh, they're horrible. They're awful. They are horrendous. And we know that Jeff Saturday is going to be there next year, so you can expect the same crap from the Colts next season. Uh, it's a joke. Jim Ursay is a complete, uh, he, he is one of the worst things to happen to professional football, maybe ever, especially to this Colts organization. And I don't even feel bad. Screw the Colts for what they did to Andrew Luck, for what they did in Deflategate. They deserve nothing. Good riddance. I am very happy. I don't have to see either of these teams play until the start of next season. So I'm done. The Dolphins defeated the Jets to clinch a playoff spot, 11-6. They won this game, but they only extended their season by one week. Let's be realistic, folks. This team is not going to win against the Buffalo Bills. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The Miami Dolphins are a warm-weather team. Going into going into a cold-weather stadium, they're not going to win this game. It is not going to happen at all. Put it in writing. I just I can't see the Miami Dolphins winning an away playoff game with Skylar Thompson or if Tua decides to trot his concussion ass out on the field again, winning a game in Buffalo. It's ridiculous. Both these teams are bad. Even if Tua were playing, the Dolphins would still look bad. I don't know how Skylar Thompson thinks he's going to win a playoff game. It's ridiculous. The Jets, again, another team. They really have to figure out that quarterback position because outside of that, they're a relatively good football team. They have a decent offensive line. Good running back in Brees Hall. Good wide receiver room. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, uh, Corey Davis. Decent tight end in uh, what's-his-face from Cincinnati last season. He was uh, barely even part of the offense this year, which is kind of crazy to see. I forget his name. I don't really care. Sauce Gardner, the defense is good. Quinn and Williams, Quincy Williams. They're a solid team. They need a quarterback at the helm, and I'm very interested to see if they make a trade, what they try to do this offseason to kind of remedy that situation. Because, I mean – I'm just going to throw this out there. If Tom Brady decided to go to the Jets, not a horrible move. I'm just going to put that out there. Not like a bad like mock. Just, just going to throw that one out there. Panthers defeated the Saints 10-7. to Sam Darnold was awful. The game didn't matter though. So see you next season. Panthers and Saints, thanks for playing. Steelers defeated the Browns 28-14. Mike Tomlin gets another winning season. Folks, 
stop hating on Kenny Pickett. It's 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 kind of ridiculous at this point. He's a rookie quarterback. He led his team to a winning season when most people, including myself, thought that they would be a so, well, I thought they would get nine wins or eight, eight or nine wins. But a lot of people out there thought this team would be a below seven win team. I know you're out there. Stop hiding. Stop trying to cover your tracks. Own up to it. When you're wrong, own up to it. You, you have no. You have no right. You should not be able to just back down from your position. If you say something, stand up for it. Believe in it. Um, and, and again, I think the Steelers finished very well this season, a very strong team. On the other hand, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan or if you're in the front office for Cleveland, you have to be concerned about the way Deshaun Watson was playing. Because you threw all of your eggs in the Deshaun Watson basket, and he looked awful in every single game he played this season. So now, going to next season, you're relying on this man, very unpopular with the media, very unpopular with every other fan outside of Cleveland, I guess, because they will just look past his just horrendous uh, personality and, and the horrendous things he did. Um, and this is the Swedish revenge. He looks awful. He looks horrendous out there. And it's really not a surprise given how much time he took off of football. I said this and I was right. I, listen, this season's been a season of Michael. You were right a lot. All right. That, that's really the essence of the season for me. Uh, I think Pickett, I would love I want to see how much he's gonna grow over the offseason. I think it's gonna be a big offseason for him. I feel like he's really gonna get a better grasp of not only the Steelers system, but over football in general at the pro level. I really like him. I do. Another year of disappointment, you know, just is in Cleveland. No playoffs again for them. I I don't know where they go. They're kind of in this limbo area where they're not bad. But they ain't good. Like, that's where they're sitting right now. So I, I'm very interested to see how they tackle the rest of this season. Okay. Finally, the Steelers defense, obviously incredible. TJ Watt was incredible this season, even though he didn't – I mean, he was very good. I think he's always playing very well. Uh, he's incredible. One of, the, one of the best edge rushers in the league for sure, or linebacker, whatever you want to call him. You know, I think no playoffs is kind of a blessing for Pittsburgh. It, it's kind of a good way to end the season because they're probably not winning against the Bills in Buffalo. They already played them there this season. I think this is a little bit better. You end the season on a high note, and you're a little bit more positive going to next season. You feel good about where you are. I, I think it's good. The Bengals defeated the Ravens 27-16. to And as I've said, the Ravens, one of the worst streaks to get into the postseason maybe I've ever seen in a long time. Uh, for a team that started so well, they have been abysmal lately. It's it's kind of crazy, and I get they've had injuries, but their last one was over the Falcons. Like, or sorry, wait. Yeah, no, their last one was over the Falcons. They lost to the Browns, Steelers, Bengals. They beat the Steelers five weeks ago. They haven't really had a real win since the Buccaneers game. Since then, they've played the Saints, Panthers, Jaguars. They lost the Jaguars, by the way, at home. Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. Um, and they, I mean, again, 
this is a Lamar Jackson driven team and Greg Roman should be fired for just being horrible at his job. The Bengals, I really feel like they're the Super Bowl contenders. I think that in the AFC, they're my favorite team. I think they're the most complete team. So if I, if I, again, this is just me thinking out loud. If I'm picking one team at the moment, I'm picking Cincy. I think that they've just, I think that they've got a little bit of magic. They've obviously got the most playoff experience given what happened last year. I think they won it bad. I feel like they haven't played their best football yet. They're a good team. They're dangerous in all sorts of different ways. I really like them. The Ravens, they need Lamar Jackson back badly. If he's not back next week, you can write this game off. Bengals can probably start their secondary, their second best, you know, their second string players in the second half, if that's the case. It's just the Ravens uh, injury bug, whatever you want to call it. This team, even with Lamar, I don't think that they win next week anyways. You can't just not play football for five, six weeks and then come back and expect a perfect game out of Lamar Jackson, who is already a very imperfect quarterback. I think that would be way too much to expect. The Eagles defeat the Giants 22-16. to The story of the Eagles this season, and you know, if you haven't heard of the podcast with me and Jack Morgan, go listen to that. But and this has been the train that I've been riding all season long. But more, most particularly these last couple of weeks, the Eagles with another unimpressive, meaningless victory. Right. First off, they haven't won very many games recently. That's number one. Right. They've lost the last two weeks, and I get it. They didn't have their quarterback. Blah 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 blah. I don't really care to be honest with you. They beat the Bears, the Giants. I mean, these aren't real wins. Titans, Packers. These aren't real wins. These aren't real wins. And I, I will keep saying that. This is not looking very good, at least in my opinion, for the Eagles. I would not be impressed with where they are right now. Jalen Hurts still claims he's having pain in his shoulder. They have the number one seed, so maybe that will give them a chance to alleviate and rework the offense. And I don't think that they're a bad team, but I think when they face, if they face a team, Bucks, Cowboys, Niners, Vikings, those are teams that definitely can compete at various times of season. So I would not feel like the, the, the Eagles are a definite one seed. They're clearly, I don't think that they're best team in the NFC. I don't think that they're the Super Bowl team out of the NFC. I just don't see it. I don't love them right now. I feel like they played their best football at the beginning of the season. And as we all know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. With that, I mean, they beat the Giants' like third-string team by six points. That should never happen. It's the A team for the Eagles versus the C team versus the for the Giants. Ridiculous. Never should have happened. I just the Eagles cannot be my favorite. They're not my favorite team. I would, I would think that the the Vikings to me or the Niners. I'm looking at one of those two teams to make the Super Bowl. Quite honestly, right? I see it this way. I see the Vikings and Niners probably winning their first round games. I think the winner of that game goes to the Super Bowl. I think the winner of that game beats Philly and Philly. I think they're going to the Super Bowl, personally. That's the way I see it, uh, at least as of right now. So take it or leave it. The Niners defeated the Cardinals 38-13. to The Cardinals season finally is over. 
Cliff Kingsbury is finally fired. I've been calling for it for how many weeks, folks? It's literally been all season long that I have been saying Cliff Kingsbury should be fired. I was saying it last season. I've been saying it this season. Thank God I don't have to say it anymore, as a, well, at least when he's a head coach. Another abysmal season for the Cardinals, wasting the career of J.J. Watt, wasting the career of DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. It's a joke. The Cardinals are a joke. I don't know what they're going to do. Some people think Kyler's top 10. Personally, I think he's probably not, at least based off of the way he played this season. For sure he's not. On the other hand, the Niners, another very good game. I know they've had some some interesting play recently, but this is a really solid win for any team. Beating any team by 25, I think, is a solid win. Brock Purdy remains undefeated. I, I think it's really good. And the biggest question is, can the 49ers win in the playoffs? I think the answer is yes. I think that they just have to limit what Brock Purdy needs to do. You can't put him in a position where he needs to do all these different things to win a game. If you give him and you say, listen, I need you to do like maybe three things, I think he can definitely execute those three things. I think when you start to ask him more and more and more and more things, that's when they're going to get into trouble. Breaking news, by the way, the Titans have just fired Todd Downing. Good riddance. He was A, not a good person, and B, not a good offensive coordinator, so I'm happy he's out. That's good. We're going to take a short break. On the back half, we'll cover the last four games of the regular season. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. The Commanders defeated the Cowboys 26-6. to We them boys. Yes, sir, Cowboys. Oh, my God. What a good football team. Listen, I've been saying this about the Cowboys, I think, all season long. Can't trust them. Can't trust them. Can't trust them. Can't trust them. And I've been saying this about Dak his entire career since, and I looked at the set, I believe October 2020. What I want to see, find the exact date because I recorded a podcast and released it. Um, May 2020. May 2020. I did a podcast talking about Dak and, and how I believe he should not be paid the money that a big money quarterback should be paid. Since then, he has proven to me and everyone else in the league, that he is not a top 10 quarterback. For anyone who said that, you're ridiculous and you should be banned from Twitter (laughs) for saying that. It's ridiculous. Dak Prescott leads the league in interceptions despite playing only 12 games a season. So he has 15 interceptions. He averaged one interception, more than one interception per game this season. That's first off, really bad second of all you're come you're playing a commander's team that is starting their third string rookie quarterback who's never ever started a game in his career commander's team that has absolutely nothing to play for and you lose by 20 points it wasn't close you got blown out in the final game of the regular season in a game that you were trying it, not one that you were playing your backups in, in a game where you played your starters until there were five minutes left in the game, until you knew, hey, we're losing this game. Might as well not play Dak anymore. Dalek, <laughs> Dallas looked horrendous out there. 
offensively they looked sluggish and like they didn't care deck had like 20 something incompletions as well as a pick six on the night the defense was lethargic it seemed like they don't care micah parsons picked up maybe an injury we'll see if that even we'll see if that impacts them next week if it does that would be a huge loss especially going against a bucks team that if they can protect Brady, you better watch out. That's going to be a long evening for your defense. I have to say, Sam Howell did not look that bad out there. I was kind of impressed. In a rookie start, beating the Cowboys, a playoff team, it's definitely a solid victory. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. But they may have something there. Give him an offseason. Why not let him start next season? You're not starting Carson Wentz. If you want to start Taylor Heineke, I guess you can, but I really don't see why you would do that. This Sam Howell play makes the Carson Wentz start last week, I think, even more baffling. Why are you starting Carson Wentz when Sam Howell is clearly better than Carson Wentz? That makes zero sense. I think Dallas is a one-and-done playoff team this year. I don't think that they can beat the Bucks in Tampa. Right? This is a rematch of week one this season, except this time it's a home game. The Bucks, I think, match up very well versus the Cowboys. The Bucks are very good at stopping the run. And if the Cowboys don't get like what 100 rushing yards, Dak is like won like four games in his career. He when he has to throw the ball, bad things happen. This defense is kind of one that Brady's had a lot of success against. Brady is 7-0 against the Cowboys. He's the best playoff quarterback of all time. It's at home. It seems to me that everything is kind of moving in the direction of a, of a Cowboys first-round loss in the playoffs. And if that happens, you know, listen, I'm not one to uh, – I'm not one to make too much fun of the Cowboys. I mean, I do I do poke fun at them from time to time. But for the majority of the season, I've picked the Cowboys to win games. I'm not a Cowboys hater. I do I do kind of enjoy when certain teams lose, especially when their fan bases are toxic. Of course, I think everyone shares in that. I mean, a lot of people love when the Patriots lose games. And that's absolutely 100% the case. But this would be another hugely disappointing season for the Cowboys. And, uh, yeah. On the other hand, the Commanders, an absolute train wreck of the season. You looked like you could have made the playoffs at one point. You blew some games. You started Carson Wentz. I think Ron Rivera should be done as a head coach. I just – I think he's outdated. I get he might motivate the locker room, but they really haven't done anything with him, so I'd get rid of him. And the Cowboys in one week have a lot of work left to do to get this team – to get this team right. The Broncos defeated the Chargers 31-28. to I have no idea what Brandon Saley was doing, keeping the starters in that long in a meaningless game, a truly meaningless game for the Chargers. They were locked into where they were. If, whether they won or they lost, it wouldn't have impacted this game at all. Mike Williams, if he does not start and he is not 100%, blame that on Brandon Saley. He could be fired for that, honestly. Why are you putting your players in a in – a, Especially a team as injury-prone as the Chargers. Why are you putting your players in a position where they can get injured? That's silliness. Um, I, I have no clue. The Broncos fine looked mediocre. Uh, 
a horrendous season in Denver comes to a close, they're searching for a coach who can right this ship because the Broncos got problems, man. Uh, it just defensively they're good, but offensively this team was completely inept for the season. The Seahawks defeated the Rams 19 to 16. Uh, it looks like Baker's ride in LA is probably over. He's probably going to go somewhere else as a bridge quarterback. There are a couple places I could see him going. I mean, potentially Las Vegas, maybe the Jets. I really don't know. Um, there are a couple places I feel like he could go. It depends on who moves where this offseason. Uh, Gino didn't look great in this game, but it was enough, I guess. Kenneth Walker is just an absolute beast. I think for a lot of teams, I would really not want to play him in the playoffs because he's a game changer. And he, if he's having a good game, it could be a long day for your defense. Is Sean McVay done head coaching uh, his short career, which was fairly good, I have to say. Really good offensive mind, but a little cocky. Um, I, I don't, I guess the work was too much for him. It seems, it seems a little weak to me. No offense. I'm not trying to take any shots, but I don't know why a guy is supposedly gifted as you are and good at his job as you are would ever leave the NFL and, and, you know, not work through it. Um, I think it's, I think it's a little cheap obviously because he, <laughs> the Rams are the team that said F them picks. And now he's leaving when the team is no longer good. It's the worst season a Super Bowl team has ever had in their next year. Worst, worst, worst season ever of all time. So is McVay a, a guy who leaves when things get tough? Is he a guy who's saying, listen, I'm here to win a Super Bowl. I'm here for five years. That's it. I I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Seahawks finished nine and eight. I owe a huge apology to the Seahawks organization, Pete Carroll, Geno Smith. I said this team would be a, a four-win team, five-win team. They absolutely surprised me this season, and I am so sorry for ever thinking anything else of this team. They were awesome, and um, yeah, very fun team to root for. So you know, good for the Seahawks, man. Really, I'm really, I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm not like upset that I got it wrong or anything. I'm, I'm happy for them. A big question on Matthew Stafford's shoulders, like, not even a good quarterback. Like, what's he gonna look like? Cooper Cup. I mean, is he, is he gonna be healthy? Like, what's going on? I mean, long off season for the Rams. The Lions defeated the Packers twenty to sixteen, and a huge win for Detroit in Lambeau. The Packers are out. The Seahawks are now in. MCDC gets a very emotional victory. It's a big victory for the Detroit Lions. First off, beating the Packers in Lambeau, sweeping the Packers this season, finishing with a winning record, especially after starting 1-6, and six, is huge for a Detroit Lions team. I really like the Lions. They're a fun team to root for. They're enjoyable. They're likable. They got likable players. Jamal Williams being one of the most likable players in the league probably. The Lions are a fun team. Huge play calls at the end of the game. They were gutsy. They were strong play calls. I'm happy the Packers did not make the playoffs. That would have been absolutely abysmal. Can you imagine what that game would have looked like? It would have been a blowout. 
the biggest question I think on Packers fans' minds are, is Aaron Rodgers coming back? Is he going to come back to the Packers, the NFL at all? What What's going on with him as – Obviously, we all saw him walk down the tunnel with Randall Cobb last night. I think the Packers are leaving this game with many more questions than answers. Detroit, it was a fun season. Thanks for being a part of it. Uh, and you, you know, your offseason, I think, will be fun. I think you got to make some nice additions. But Hutchinson was obviously really good. Got to fix that defense a little bit. But this team could roll next season. Watch out, folks. With that, that is the 20. 22-23 NFL regular season as uh, – uh, okay, so I'm going to roll through. If you had picked the same way as I picked this season, you would have gone 172 games right to 97 games incorrect. You would have been ranked 17,266 among the pigskin pick'em on ESPN, and you would have been in the – 98th percentile, 98.3 to be specific, amongst all players, which is very cool. I think it was a very good season for us. We improved. I'm happy. Overall, the NFL season wasn't my favorite, not just because the Patriots weren't very good. I just I feel like there wasn't a lot of consistency. And not that I love consistency, but it was really hard to figure out where teams are. It still is very hard to figure out where teams are which I think makes things a little bit less fun. It was very challenging, but we embraced the challenge. The season, the regular season is over. The playoffs start, and this is where the men are separated from the boys. If you can pick games right in the playoffs, you're a dog. You're an animal. All right, with that, thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. I hope you enjoyed. Have a nice day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.